Something came from boxing and boxing and Something came from boxing and boxing and boxing and Smooth Jazz Royalty is in the house today on Something Came From Baltimore with no other than guitarist Norman Brown. Something Came From Baltimore is a jazz, blues, and R&B podcast that is all about music variety. Guitarist Norman Brown is back at you with a new recording called Let's Get Away. The album is on the Shanakee label with a release date of March 25, 2022. In this interview, you're going to sample some tracks from his new album, Let's Get Away, and we're going to chat about what keeps Norman Brown balanced, his spirituality, Tai Chi, and his positive lifestyle. I don't want to ruin it. I had such a great time with Norman Brown. I want to share it with you. Before we get into the show, don't forget to subscribe, comment, and like the show. Let's listen to a track from Let's Get Away. It is a West Montgomery blessed recording called West Side Story. Norman Brown, welcome to Something Came From Baltimore. Thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure, man. Thanks for your patience, and I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Baltimore, D.C., Virginia, we all love you. I've been to the Capitol Jazz ever since they were in Virginia, and I think I may have seen you about 10 times at that uh, Capitol Jazz, but even as you go on tour, you're really hitting us uh, a little hard. You have... March 20th, you're going to be at the Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. April 9th, you're at the Burks Jazz Fest in uh, Reading. May 20th, you're at the Harrison Opera House in Norfolk, Virginia. July 23rd, you're at the Science Museum of Virginia. It's in Richmond. And then you're back at Ramshead, Annapolis, at July 24th. So, yeah. So, we love this album, and it's called Let's Get Away. The first single is already out. It's called Back At You. How was COVID during this time period for you? Man, I'll tell you what, I found the silver lining in the COVID. I thought it was pretty cool myself not to uh, not to have to fly around the world for uh, like a year and a half. It's the first time ever I've never been on a plane for that long. So, you know, I got to clean out the garage, man, and go inside and introspect. And, you know, I just looked for the silver lining in it. I stayed down here in the lab and, and made a new, couple of new records. And the, the, what I did miss was being in front of the fans, definitely. Shanakee has such a great roster. Are they a hands-on? Are they involved in your process? Or do you basically say, okay, here's my, my final product? Fortunately, they're involved, man. I tell you, we got one of the greatest A&R men probably in this time period from the old school, Mr. Danny Weiss. Uh, Danny's hands-on, man. He's got great ears. I call him Dumbo. And, you know, he hears what's happening from the past. He brings it up to the current, and he can hear the projected future. And he definitely hears my sound. And, you know, he's like, he worked with a lot of great guitarists, you know, in school for Holdsworth and a lot of those guys. Um, what can I say? No, they're pretty much hands on. They're into it. I like that. No, it, it really is, man. Your show is great, by the way, too, what you're doing. So we appreciate you. <laughs> We're trying. There's very few interviews on YouTube of you, but boy, does your bio have a lot of meat in it. It's really a cool bio. Most people's bios are kind of boring. Yours is, is really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it what it is, man. <laughs> yeah. 
know, your focus on balance. And this is where the overall theme of this interview to me is that you have, you have something special. Your albums, uh, this album, even though they have some, some, uh, you know, some hot tunes there, it's very meditative and soothing to the soul. You're very focused on meditation and, and Tai Chi. When did you start to bring that into your world? I ran into Tai Chi and martial arts kung fu in my early 20s. It was, uh, you know, all about, you know, of course I was a Bruce Lee fan. I love Bruce Lee watching the old kung fu movies and everything. <laughs> I found out philosophy about what was happening with the kung fu in terms of, you know, how it was something that made you better as you got older. And then, you know, you think about getting older and you think about slowing down, you think about stiffening up physically the things that you used to do. And this was a way that the ancients have found to prolong life and make sure that you're healthy all the way through life. That can really get me into it, really. Yeah. In your bio, you talk about the 11 laws of God. The tree of life is also was mentioned too. Are they the same thing? Yes, it is. The tree of life is the same thing. It's called the power netaru of Anu. Basically, it's the tree with deities or angels and it was in the uh, Anu, uh, city of Anu in Egypt. So this was a study of spirituality by the ancient Egyptians. And they formulated around this power, which is a tree, and these Neteru, which are angels or deities. So it comes down to these 11 laws, or I see it as 11 steps to creation kind of thing. So my take on it is that God wanted to have experience. And God created creation to have experience. And there was 11 steps in that process. That's what the tree of life is. Basically, the anatomy of the spirit. I'm a raised Catholic. If I had these <laughs> these principles uh, when I was a formative person, I I would feel more excited about you know spirituality. I think. Yeah, we would have more guidance. We would understand. You know, it's about learning, thinking, and affirming. We need uh, we need a framework for thinking and reasoning about life. We do. And religion. What is religion? Read back to religion. Or religion or legion align with. So realign with our source. That's what religion is to do, is to bring us back to alignment with our source so we can center ourselves and do what God put us on the planet to do. Be the vessels of God on earth. I want experience on earth. You're the human. I'm endowed and dwelt in you. Give me this divine experience. We don't have this understanding. In your life, when did you find this? When I was like, Ten years old, man, I started asking the questions about church. My mother take me to church. We go to church all the time. We were Baptists. We were Baptists. Uh-huh. And I had these three questions. Yeah. I had these three questions I never could get answered. What am I? Why am I here? And what is this place? And then what is God? So what is God? What am I? What is this place we're in? And why am I here? And I kept hearing things like when I said, what is God? They would say, the supreme being. And I would say, okay, but what is the supreme being? They would say, Lord. Then I would say, what is the Lord? They said, Almighty. And I said, well, what is the Almighty? And they would say, God. And I had no understanding of really what God was. Mm-hmm. And then they would tell me, trust and believe. And then I'm going, trust and believe in what? Yeah. Trust and believe in God. Okay, trust and believe in something I don't understand. What is that? You know what I'm saying? What am I? You're a boy. Okay, you're of African descent. Okay, what is that? You're male. What is that? Okay, nobody never said to me, you are a being. You are an entity. You are a two-part being. You are consciousness and will. You see things right now. This is the voluntary part. I can see you when we're talking. And you have a will. Then you are energy and matter. You are some matter that's energetic. 
So, oh, I'm a two-part being. So I take my consciousness, I will my energy to do something. Damn, that helps me understand now how I learn. I absorb all this stuff and I can identify it, but how do I learn what it is? I train myself to know what it is. And my energy now, that spiritual part of myself, goes into it, like walking. Baby, he sees people walking, he don't think about what he wants to walk tonight. He says, no, I gotta do that. Nine, six months later, stands up, walking around. How did it do that? It fell a bunch of times. It got up and it fell a bunch of times. But it learned it step by step. And what it did was it programmed itself. It programmed that uh, second part of itself, the energy, matter, spirit part of itself to do it based on consciously seeing people do it, taking his will, just trying to do it every day, trying to stand up and walk. Next thing you know, he's got balance. Now he can balance himself. Now he's got to take a step and stay balanced. But it fell a bunch of times and it got up a bunch of times. And now we don't think about walking. It happens automatically. That's a being. That's a being. Consciously observing something, willing itself to do it over and over and over to the point where it becomes automatic. So we got an automatic part of our being that pumps blood, digests food, makes us walk, takes a breath. If we had to think about those things, we forget to take a breath. We forget to pump the blood. So that's the automatic part of ourselves. Then we have the voluntary part of ourselves, which says, go do it now. Grab this cup, drink it to the water. Mm. That's voluntary. And to the point where my automatic system says, you need some water now. Go get some water and drink it. That's what I am as a being. Then I am a male. Then I am an African descent male. Then I grew up in Kansas City. Charlie Parker country, so to speak. I always tell people that your gift in life is to find out who you are and why you were placed on this earth. Come on, baby, that's it. That's your gift. It's not a curse. That's also what your album's about. Let's get away. Conjures serenity, a joy and beauty that Brown wishes for us all. That's on your bio. I'm very excited. I actually feel that you gave me something personal that uh, I'm going to hold on to. The the Tree of Life is something that I will post in, in the descriptions of the podcast version of this so people can see what you're talking about a little more. They can meditate on it. But I, also, I've done it myself. So very excited that, to learn something new. When I started reading it, I was like, okay, everything here makes sense to me and everything I can gravitate to. I think I think I got a gift. I, you know, I'm very excited about it. Yeah. That's what's up, and that's how you know, because of the inside of you. Not yeah. because I said it or some Egyptian said it or somebody said it. It's about that inner part of you, what they call, I call it the God particle. You yeah. know, if we made from God, if we made from a source, that means we have the gene of that source. And that source is in us. And that's how we learn and grow. Not because somebody said it or because it's in a book. Something inside of us, you know, harmonizes with that and it says, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You yeah. try it out. And then it gets proven. Yeah. yeah. I say thank you. Then we'll get into this album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we got Let's Get Away. It's another fantastic album. West Montgomery uh, connection. People say, ah, it kind of sounded like a... Are you sick of that kind of, of relationship? Or, you know, one of the things about West is that he just kind of passed too soon. It would have been interesting how he would have translated maybe into the 70s. The whole guitar sounds were changing and stuff. 
uh, Fusion was coming out. You know, it would have been interesting to see what he did. You're always linked. I guess I got to rephrase it. You're always linked to Wes Montgomery. I was wondering if you, you kind of get sick of it, or if you're like, no, nah, no, I, I like to pay homage to to his uh, his his experience. No, man, I tell you what, it's a great honor, and uh, I, I don't get sick of it because it's linking me to one of the great to one of the great men on the planet that did what I do, that I aspire to do and to be like. So. And, you know, I spent so much time with West Montgomery, not in the play. I feel like I know him as my father or brother or something. Definitely. Uh, that, you know what I'm saying? That's what, what they call, Napoleon Hill called the, the mastermind concept. It's one of the laws of success. So to, to be associated with West is a great honor. And I will never feel like that's, um, you know, anything other than that. There's a song uh, from Cool Hand Luke, the movie. I know that when we were kids, I don't know, like every two or three months, Cool Hand Luke was on. I can eat 50 eggs. Nobody can eat 50 eggs. You just said he could eat anything. You ever eat 50 eggs? Nobody ever eats 50 eggs. Hey, Babaluga, we got a bet here. My boy says he can eat 50 eggs, he can eat 50 eggs. Yeah, but how long? While they were adult, we didn't really understand there was a lot of stuff that was cut out of it. We watched that movie. Down Here on the Ground is is one of the tracks we want to play. It's also, it was a hit from Cool Hand Luke movie. Wes Montgomery made it a number one jazz album. George Benson did a version on Breathing where he added vocals to it. Yeah, I wanted to come somewhere in the middle of that. You know, the original uh, from the movie was faster. It was a little faster. West slowed it down. I love what West did with it because now you can hear the melody. Mm-hmm. You know, that just spoke. So I kind of met it in the middle. I sped it up a little bit from where West was and played it in his style mm-hmm. with that octave and the thumb sound. And, you know, it was one of those great songs that my father used to tell me, man, if you know how to play this song, I give it to you. I give you the keys to the car next week. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it was great inspiration to learn to play. And he wanted me to learn it verbatim. He said, learn, I, I want you to, I want to hear it just like West played it, exactly like West played it. Which meant not only playing the octave thing, it also meant playing it in the style, in the feel of West. So his rhythmic phrasing and, and just, of course, with the thumb and the soft uh, spoken sound he had on the guitar. And then he said, you know, now just just play it. Now let me just see you play it. And I would play it. And, you know, he, it was then a while before he said, wow, I hear you playing it now. But it still sounds like Wes. And that's what he was trying to get me to see. Mm-hmm. What Miles did. How you have to learn how to play like someone else before you learn how to play like yourself. Listening to the Wes Montgomery version, and it sounds timeless. You know, it's 1968, but the sound quality of that recording is just impeccable. We're going to play a segment of the West Montgomery one, and then we're going to go right into your version. So people get, yeah, people get a chance to hear both here.
The next song, Easy Living. Like you were trying to get a grazing in the grass vibe. The Hugh Masekela song, the one of the best songs in the whole entire world. You were trying to, it has a great summer vibe. So in, in my opinion, I know that you you may have singles already lined up, but this is a, definitely a summer song. So this may be coming out as the next or second, third single, maybe. It better be a single, man. I mean, Shani, you're going to have to have a song, you know. But no, there was a, you know, Carl Brown came to me and he said, man, we need to give him something that's obvious. He said, we need to give him something that, you know, that's digestible on downbeat and, you know, that will fit the sound of the summer and that we all know and love. And, you know, he's not doing that good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't know the the great. I, I knew I loved it, but when you said grazing in the grass, I was like, okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah. And that always like is amazing. That's an amazing song. It, it, any variation of that, Tony uh, James did a version of it. Uh, Friends of Distinction, uh, Hugh Masekela. It's just it's that song, you know, that that you want to. Uh, you never get sick of. I'm assuming that the, the second song on this album will also be a single. It's called Let's Get Away. It's totally single-worthy. <laughs> it's a great song. Uh, and uh, we want to play a segment of that. Do you have any feelings or thoughts about that song? Yeah, I do. There's a great producer named Wiley, Wiley Morris, man. Mm-hmm. Wiley and I worked together on West Coast Cooling. We worked West Coast Cooling together up in Adam and let's play, I think, from that record. And that was 2002. And I've been looking for this cat ever since 2002. When, man, I don't his number. Anybody have his number? I could not get a hold of this guy, Wiley, man. Wiley. And then one day, man, I'm in Bacon, I'm in Wells Fargo in the drive through and a guy, a few cars over me, goes, Norman, Norman Brown. Hey, man, I know that's you. You can't hide. That's you right there. And I looked over, man, and he said, man, it's Wiley. Oh, dude. So we pulled over to the parking lot in Wells Fargo, talking for two and a half hours. And Tom, he's still songs to talk about it wasn't hard that guy is the new single it's already up it's up to the charts you also have a, a, a longtime friend paul brown that, that's playing percussion he's he's kind of uh, been with you uh off and on in your career also that's my brother that's my brother we won the grammy together that's my brother right there paul has this great sensibility about music and he can tell and plus he knows how to get a great sound to sound sonically it's beautiful, but the placement of the instruments, the the, uh, the placement of the melody, the dynamics of the melody, there's two elements that I like to get, make sure it's in the music, tension and release. And that's life, day and night, up and down, back and forth, left to right, 
left hand for the right hand is for the boy and girl. There's always those two elements that makes something complete. And Paul gets that. He gets that, man. We ask the question and get the answer, then we make a statement. And so he knows how to do that sonically, the way it sounds. He knows how to do that rhythmically, so the way it hits the body. And then he knows how to do that harmonically and melodically, so that it really captures that element of completeness. That's what I dig about working with Paul. get away when I took him out. He goes, man, what do you mean by this? He just wanted to hear me talk to it. And I just said, man, look, we've been in the pandemic. Everybody's been on lockdown. You're stuck in their homes and everybody's been, on, you know, attached to each other. We all need to get away now. And I mean that in two forms, double entendre. Let's get away from the old mindset. Let's get away from the old thinking of that we're independent. We're separate. I don't need you, you know. No, no, that's bull because look, the world stopped. And what happened? We all had to stop. So whatever happened, happened to us all. It affected us all. That brings about a unification factor. That shows us the first law of, of those 11 laws. Number one, our sin, unification. It says, my nature, it says, you are made in the likeness of a peace that nothing can challenge. Reclaim your peace that you may in turn acquire God's wisdom and power flowing through your being. And that's what that's about. I need you right now. You need me right now. We need these people right now. We need these people. And that's what it is. We're interconnected, interrelated, therefore interdependent. The pandemic showed us that. The people don't get it. You're not separate. You are part of me. I am you and you are me. So what I do to you, I do to me. Then the second thing is, let's get away, man. Let's go somewhere where it's beautiful and laugh and smile and, and enjoy each other. So that's what I mean by that song, Let's Get Away. You have all this wisdom and you have the music and you have the spirituality. I would love to see you. You're sharing it with me. You're sharing it with the fans. I'd like to see like a, a bigger thing, like a Norman Brown YouTube channel where you, you help heal the world one person at a time. Yeah. Uh, Let's do it together, man. You see that. You have, you have the, everything's there. It's all there and uh, it's beautiful. All right, Norman Brown. Yeah. It was great talking to you. Man, thank uh, you for your pictures, dude. I really appreciate it. No, no, it's great. I appreciate it. hope you enjoyed the healing powers of Norman Brown, either by his music, his words of wisdom, and his desire to make the world a better place. Join him on his journey together with his new recording on the Shanaki Records. It's called Let's Get Away. Mind, body, and spirit, check. The show is over. This is Tom Gowker. I'm the host of Something Came From Baltimore, wishing you a beautiful day. Something came from Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. Something came from Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore.